Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. And brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Route 19 Peters, celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. Where in the South Towns of Buffalo, they got hit with a massive amount of snow. They're still struggling to clear out the seats and stands there for Steelers fans that have made the trek up there for a game. That begins in two and a half hours. The Steelers, a gigantic underdog. The line is ballooned back to 10. The total has gone up because now they expect the Bills offense to to be at full potency, being able to throw the ball with very little windy conditions. And away we go with Steelers and Bills. Kathy Hockle there talking about the uh, game date change, the New York governor. She's not, uh, if she were running for election here in Pittsburgh, I don't think she'd win at this point, given the way fans feel about the, the uh, day change. And what Rex Ryan said there on ESPN today about how he thinks it favors Buffalo, advantage Bills, that now Josh Allen gets to go back to being the Josh Allen who did throw a bunch of interceptions this year, Mulsey, but was also responsible for more touchdowns than anybody in the league. He's the ultimate feast famine guy. I think it's obvious that the conditions being what they are now for this game does favor the Bills. Weather being as bad as it was, obviously... It was unplayable. Can we all agree? We all saw the videos. Can I agree with everybody other than, like, the lunatic fringe out there that it was literally not possible to play a football game in the conditions that we were seeing yesterday? I think they yesterday? could have played it, but they wouldn't have been able to have fans there. Like, functionally, though, I don't know what the teams could have done. Like, I don't think you would have been able to see players on the field. Like, if you're George Pickens, you could not have seen across the field and known how, where guys were. That's Man, how bad that would it have looked. been something. That's how bad it looked. I don't th- if they had put the cameras on and you're watching it from your normal vantage point on t- you know, as a TV viewer, I don't think you'd have been able to see I know. players. I would have felt better about that, though. I understand that. Well, so I do think that that would have introduced an, the ultimate element of randomness into the proceedings, but now this game is going to be more by the book, and that is why the total's up. That is why Buffalo's back to a 10-point favorite. I'm almost surprised that the line didn't even creep up a little higher to like 10.5, but them's the breaks when you're going against a guy who right now has more of a Mahomes vibe than even Mahomes does in the sense that Josh Allen, like, I think when Mahomes is at his absolute apex, right, when their offense is really humming, you don't feel good about even getting a big lead against them because you just feel like he's inevitable. Remember the Houston game where Tennessee, they, they fall behind huge to Houston on their first uh, run to a Super Bowl and then just overwhelm them, right? They fall behind Tennessee in the AFC title game that year, just overwhelm them. That's kind of the feeling you get with Allen right now. Ryan Leaf was right. We just talked to him. It was awesome. He was great. He said, hey – they haven't really blown the doors off of just about anybody they've played recently except for Dallas, which maybe doesn't look as impressive. But you still feel when you watch him like that's possible at any time, that he's just going to get on a roll and any work your team did might not or will probably not be enough to stop him. I woke up this morning thinking that the Steelers were going to lose the game by at least 20 points. And I've been doing my best to try to shake that feeling. I'm trying to but you can't fight pet this myself feeling. up and I'm still – I, um, I cannot wait to sit down at 4.30 and watch this game. But I have an amount of anxiety and nervousness that I didn't even feel when they went to Kansas City a couple of years ago. Mm. I think they're going to get bludgeoned today. 
The worst loss in Steelers playoff history is by 28 points. I actually think there's a chance that happens this afternoon. I disagree with you. I felt exponentially worse about the Kansas City game in twenty in the 21 season, early 22, than I do about this for two reasons. Well, for three reasons. One, Mahomes felt like, to use a Marvel movie reference that I know you don't understand, felt like Thanos that year. Like I don't understand that. No. I am inevitable. I'm going to snap my fingers and turn your team to dust whenever I feel like it. And he basically did. T.J. Watt got that defensive score, and then the Chiefs just started trying. So he's... It's still not him, right? The other reasons I feel good, or the main reason, I'm not even going to say Mason Rudolph, although the fact that I've seen the guy put up points at least gives me, like, proof of concept in my brain. Hey, this can happen. There's a chance it could actually happen. I do think their offensive line has found something, and I do think that group is going to control possessions at times enough where, while I don't feel like they're going to win the game, that's my gut right now, I don't think they're going to get completely slobber knocker, humiliated into the next dimension. Right, where this is going to reverberate, wow, they didn't really belong. Who, was it Orlovsky saying, I, somebody said, I don't want the Steelers. No, it was Chris Sims said, I don't want them into the playoffs uh, if they get in. They're not one of the seven best teams. I don't think it's going to be a game that's so bad where you feel like they were clearly not one of the seven best. Because I do think their offensive line is playing with an edge, with a confidence, with a nastiness, and their running game is too, that's going to carry over and make life more difficult on Buffalo than some people think. That's different, though, than saying you think Josh Allen is going to turn into Mitch Trubisky in this game, which I feel like a lot of Steelers fans yeah, I don't, are predicting But that. I don't know why people are predicting that. Like, you can say he might throw two interceptions, and you might even I mean, be right. The problem been, is he might throw five touchdowns. We have been inundated with callers now for more than a week because we've gotten extra time to think about this game yep. who actually think that the Steelers have the quarterback advantage of, in this game. I disagree. Because Rudolph hasn't turned the ball over. I, and the thing that I can't stop I can't, thinking about, I and I know, I know one guy is 38 and the other is 28, but it did scare me that Joe Flacco just turned into a freaking senior citizen against the Texans on Saturday, and that the backup quarterback thing at some point, unless you're Nick Foles sitting next to me, uh, the, the 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 magic toad adventure ride kind of comes to an end. You get to the you get to the end of the ride, the 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 lap restraint comes off. It's over. It's done. There's always that in the back of my mind. There's always that chance. I mean, I said that earlier here And you today. also admitted it's the best defense that they've played. Well, I think it's a guy who, granted, they don't have their, their top guys. They don't have Milano. They don't have Tredavious White. Uh, they're they're going to be playing more shorthanded than they'd like to. Even They're, they're onto their third linebacker, basically. They're into the Michael Walker stage of things, like the Steelers were almost. But McDermott knows what he's doing. And I just, there is three games worth of tape on Rudolph, and I think the book on him should be pretty clear. Dare Mason Rudolph to, like, throw to little spots in the zone. Don't single up George Pickens. Don't let them hit any lightning strike touchdowns and make them earn every point that they get, and it's going to be tough for them. I'm going to ask you three questions that hopefully this sums up why I'm scared to death of this game, and I think I'm going to watch, uh, you know, lambs being led to slaughter later on. Okay? Christians v. Lions? Yes. Number one, is Josh Allen one of the five best quarterbacks in the NFL? You could have said two right now, and I'd probably say Is Josh say Allen yes. one of the top three quarterbacks in the NFL? Yes. Okay. Is T.J. Watt the Steelers' best player? Yes. Do you trust Mike Tomlin in the playoffs? Not really. No. There you go. Do I trust Sean McDermott in the playoffs? He Counter wins a playoff game every year, though, Chris. How much of that's due to Josh Allen? <laughs> a lot. Do I trust Josh but Allen? That, that do I, do, here, counterpoint. Do I trust Josh Allen to play mistake-free football? No. 
do mistakes see, inherently he, open the he, door for the other team? Well, yes. here's why I'm a little bit surprised you're saying cl- if it's a close game, the Steelers usually win. That's why I'm a little bit surprised. Oh, I think you're it could calling be a, close game, but the Steelers yeah, lose. I think it, they have a, and, and the Bills in those spots, it's like five, yes, five minutes left in the game. They're up, here's, they're here's up the two kind. or they're down a few. I mean, Close for the spread, but maybe not as close as the score would appear. Like I think I said last night on the uh, sports showdown something like 26 to 17. And I do think there could be a cosmetic touchdown on the end. So to be close for my purposes, that's not a I, close. That's not a close game, though. If they lose twenty-six to seventeen, that's like the one year they opened the season. They lost by a touchdown in New England because they scored a touchdown with one second left, and the final score was twenty-eight to twenty-one. Is it a close game? It was if, never that close of a game. Is it a close game if they're down twenty-three seventeen with like eight minutes to go, and the Bills just run the clock on them and get a field goal? Uh, yeah, I would say in that case Closer, it would be. Closer because yeah. it's one score in the yeah. fourth quarter? Okay. Yeah, because you, you, you'd feel like for for half of the final quarter of the game, like your team still has you know a chance what? to win it. Do you, here, I can explain myself maybe a little bit better why I'm trying to choose optimism here for one reason. You ready? I, I don't actually feel like you're optimistic they're going to win. You're, you're not optimistic they're going to win they, the game, But they're going to give a good accounting of themselves. and not. They've been humiliated the last several times they've been in the playoffs Correct. for various reasons. Here's why I don't think this is going to be an abject humiliation that we're coming on the air tomorrow saying, man, what a pathetic performance, et cetera. But I, only, I, want, I won't even destroy them for that if that I happens, wanna, by the way. Uh, I want to believe that, that what they have found with Rudolph, not with him specifically, because I still don't think he's the long-term answer. I'd love to be proven hilariously wrong on that because that would mean they'd go on a deep run here. I want to believe that, though, from the owner down to the head coach and everybody in between, they realize that what they've done two out of these three games with him, score a lot of points, take some chances, be a real honest-to-God offense, has sunk in and that they will at least look like that for enough of this game to keep it close so that it tells them, hey, we can't keep banging our heads against the wall the way we did for basically the first two years of Pickett's career in terms of how we were trying to play football and how we were playing football on offense. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink think what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply listen to every mlb game live the deep left center field it is high it is far it is gone stream minor league affiliates the midwest league home run leader Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. He's on the North Shore. Andrew Filipponi, Chris Muller. That's Cam Hayward calling it nonsense that the Steelers are such a big underdog. Uh, I have a rotten feeling that the Steelers are going to get destroyed today. Chris is calling for a more competitive game. 412-928-9370 is the number to get involved in the, in the show right now. Uh, since the year 2000, only one team has won wild card weekend as a double-digit underdog. Do you know who it is? I think we had this question last week, and now I feel like I should remember it. Mm. Donald? It's going to drive me crazy. Donnie got it right, I thought, last week. Maybe I'm thinking of a One double-digit dog wild card weekend since 2000. 
has gotten a W as a double-digit Was it dog. the Bengals any year? Nope. No, it couldn't have been a Burrow year. Because mm. those are their only playoff wins yep. since the 90s. Is it an AFC team or an NFC team? NFC team. Oh, crap. I'll say the Vikings. Seven and nine Seahawks. Oh, the Beast Quake game. Yeah. So it hasn't happened on the road. I th- I, the on- no not one's that I gone on the road as a double-digit dog this weekend and won. Not that I would have said, like, figured that out. I just in my brain told myself that they were not that big of an underdog in that game. Like, I thought that was like a weird, one of those like seven-point lines where everyone was like, hmm, seven and nine teams shouldn't be that close. But, yeah, it's tough. I mean, you know what else has uh, imbued Steelers fans at large with confidence? And I would hope you're not lumping me in with people who are saying Mason's a better quarterback than Allen and all that stuff. I just But they just keep bringing it up. He's going to turn know. the ball over. He's going to give the ball away but like you, they're playing 41-year-old Brett Favre this I afternoon. I know. I understand that. I mean, Allen has turned the ball over enough in many games this year. I think they've played three games where he hasn't had an interception, at least one. Um, but they've only lost one game at home, and it took I three know, turnovers I and know. a 12-man on the field penalty to lose. I am aware of that. So I'm, I'm very not, nervous. I'm not predicting a win. What I am going to tell you— By the you, way, my nipple has started to bleed. Yeah, because you wore denim over nothing. Amanda, can you get me a napkin for my bleeding nipple when you get a chance? Thank you. Continue, Malsey. Unbelievable. Um— no, what I, what I think is, like, another thing I've noticed coming from fans is they see Green Bay do what they did to Dallas, and they say, well, now the, seven seed. Now, the, yeah, now the lid is off for seven seeds. Let me put it this way. I would be – and I, I've enjoyed Mason's run here. I think he's played really well. I hope people understand the in, just insane level Love played at in that game. I mean, he was phenomenal. Their running game was unstoppable, and then – I, what you would actually need, even though the Cowboys scored 32, so 16 of those were garbage points yep. at least, you would need Josh Allen to look every bit as bad as Dak did. Let's put Donnie on the spot right now. You ready? The ultimate football guy back in Green Tree. Donnie, better chance the Steelers win the game outright or lose by more than two touchdowns? Two touchdowns? I, I, I would probably say that that would be the I, – I, I would say that's a better chance of happening. Are you more? I don't think they're going to. I don't think they're going to lose. I don't think they're going to lose by nearly thirty, like you think. Uh, More or less confident than Friday when we talked. Uh, Less. Less. Yeah. I'm less. I'm less confident too because I was hoping, like I said to Ryan when we had him on. But now Mason can cook, Chris. I mean, I think that if the, if the wind is actually calm, calm, and it's it not is, really it's gonna, under ten miles per hour, if it's not really going to affect it, it's going to be kind of your average NFL game in terms of wind then they have to let him go out there and try to throw the ball and at least at times fight fire with fire here. You can't go in. The one thing I hate is when teams in the Steelers' position go out there and and basically approach game strategy like they're that big of an underdog, just thrilled to be there. I always say the way that you'll get me the day after, not that they care about this, but the way you'll get me to say nice things and, and not be that mad is go out on your shield. Go out actually trying to take Would you take, take the shots. ball like Green Bay yes. to start the game? Yes, I would. I actually would. I know that that's easier to justify in their stadium like that where it's climate controlled. And to be very clear here, Jordan Love has been way better than even Rudolph has been over a much longer period of time. You basically made Jordan Love great by saying he stunk and Kenny was better than him, which was on October 9th, by the way. Mm -hmm. And then basically since then, he's got like a 104 passer rating. It's easier to do that with a better player and in climate controlled conditions. But yes... Why not go for it? You, I think you've actually made a compelling case here. This team has a horrifying, the Bills do, tortured recent postseason history. 
take the chance that you're going to get the ball and go down and score and try to start planting seeds of doubt early. I, I, yeah, that, that's what I would do too. Uh, Steelers insiders are sending videos back from the press box at Highmark Stadium in Orchard Park, and the field looks beautiful. The stands look awful, and it's really ridiculous what's gone on there. I feel bad for any Steelers fans who are about to pay good money and uh, brace the elements to make the drive and go up there and spend money on hotel rooms and parking and everything else and meals there mm -hmm. because you're not going to have, have a seat at this game. I don't know how you're going to watch. They've uh, been telling – the Bills actually told fans, I think, their official Twitter account to wear waterproof boots and basically waterproof snow clothing. And I think you only tell people that if you are expecting them to have to stand in large piles of snow to watch the game. You but may, I don't even know some of these pictures that are coming back. How do you videos, bring a kid how do you to this e game? But, true, but how do you even get to your seat? You don't. You just sent out a, you sent out a tweet that said, hello, Usher, I'm in section, you know, row D, seats 8 and 9. Can you please help me find my seats? I think Jenna Harner quote, or Ashley Leotis quote tweeted you with, sorry, can't do that. I, and how could you? But look at the response. Fittipaldo tweeted this out. Mm -hmm. There's like five people in the stadium right now shoveling two hours before kickoff. And one of them has been given... Like a Fisher-Price shovel. Something that I would have Stella take a picture with for fun. It looks like a toy. It doesn't even... Like, I get it. Perhaps Terry Pagula, who is we, worth $6.8 billion, we, could have we, incentivized it I'm more. sure we could debate people whether or not $20 an hour is incentive enough to go do this. What shouldn't be up for debate is, if you go do it, can a multi-billion dollar team equip the volunteers with the tools they need to actually shovel? Properly. I feel like Terry, disgrace. Terry Pagula has the money and the resources where he could find some sort of mobile weird snowblower type thing to just snowblow some of these seats off. You didn't want to go there last night and do it. There was a state of emergency. I completely get that. How was there not by, by the bills? Just it, now we really need to get to work here and go to town. We're upping the incentive from $20 an hour to 50 or 100 or if 200 I, to try to get as many if people I were in there as possible. If I were a Bills fan who maybe wasn't going to go, you know, and shovel no matter what, but was hoping that, you know, you'd have a rowdy, raucous crowd, I'd be mad at Terry Pagula, not my fellow Buffalonians. I'd say, yeah, incentivize it. Make it so that people can't resist. Terry Pagula, the difference between him paying $20 an hour to fans to shovel out these seats and $200 an hour the difference in that price for how many ever people, it would be a rounding error on his taxes. Also, should give year. a ticket to the game. No, they had complimentary food, though. I have people in the mention saying, hey, man, there's complimentary food, too. Well, what, I, don't like think they could do, I don't think they could do tickets for this game, Donnie, because it's sold out. But Not yeah, even like a standing down. room? They don't have anything like that? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. But maybe down the road give them something. I mean, hell. Nope, 20 bucks an hour, and here's some stale hot. Sounds like it's less than 100% Mike Tomlin is the Steelers head coach next year, Chris. So, I will say this. I had a big take all planned for Friday's show, and I didn't know if it would fit within the context of the show. And that big take, I will say now, because of what Mike just said, and this is, this is a bit of an about-face for me, and it's mainly just based on things I've been hearing from people who I know are more connected than I am. I'll make a bold prediction right now. Whenever game they lose in the playoffs, we both ultimately think it will be this one, I actually think it's going to be his last game as Steelers head coach. And I'm not saying that lightly. I'm not trying to like, and I don't, I'm not even saying necessarily that I want that to be the case. I mean, if he were to win a game here and then still, you know, step away after losing the next one, maybe there'd be part of me that'd be pretty bummed out because he would have pulled a big playoff upset. But based on the people I talk to and what I've been hearing, I'm starting to think it's not like guaranteed, but like I would say better than 50, 50.
is sort of how it's been portrayed to me a little bit. What I can't square is if he has another year left on his contract and the Steelers don't fire coaches and they're pleased with Tomlin's job performance and as Tom, as, as Florio has said and, and every insider has said, they're not going to fire him. Mm-hmm. So his job security is 100%. He's not worried that he's going to get fired. He's not worried that he's going to get called in to the office on Tuesday if they lose and Art's going to say, thanks for the memories. Like, yep. the ball's entirely in his court. Mm-hmm. So if he loves football and he loves coaching the Steelers, why would he want to leave? Um, or or wh- why would he even have to huddle up with his, with his wife or with his family to talk about it? Different the, challenge? The best thing I can come up with is that maybe they don't want to be here anymore. Or maybe they are burnt out or they are tired of Mike living a lifestyle that forces him to spend so much time and energy what about on his career. Just, what, if, what about if they're all right with him spending that kind of time and energy on his career, but like... Like, I don't think – I'm not saying this – I hope people don't take this to mean, like, they don't like Pittsburgh. I'm sure they do. I'm, City's been very good, by and large, uh, their time here, I would think. But what if they want to live in a different place? His wife is into the high fashion scene. I am not breaking really? any new – She is. I didn't know that. She's into fashion, for sure. Maybe not, like, haute couture pony. She's not going – well, maybe she is going to France like Cam Newton did for a while. But no offense to any of our listeners, and I can say this as a guy who embodies this – when you think Pittsburgh, do you think cutting-edge fashion? What are you saying about my Steelers overalls, Malsey? You think I'm she'd saying like those? That, I'm saying that my friend moved to Los Angeles like 15 or 16 years ago, and then she said it's wild. Whatever's the trend out in Los Angeles right now fashion-wise is what happens in Pittsburgh three years okay, later. Okay, but how many of those jobs really exist then? If she wants Atlanta. It, that's a El- big fashion capital. I mean, it's capital. a much more cosmopolitan but that, overall but like, that doesn't, place. But that doesn't fit with the... What about D.C.? Okay, but that doesn't fit with the take. No, I don't think of... D.C.'s, a, DC's not a style town. D.C. is more happening, unfortunately. There's more okay, style. Fine, but I'm saying... But but We're all, humble, rust belt, blue but collar all, But all of those jobs are available now. He would have to coach in the NFL somewhere else this year. And I just... I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think he's going to get traded between now and the end of the season. When you say he's coached his last game, you think he's going to be on somebody else's sideline next year? I think it could be – it is reasonable to think that maybe he and Art are okay with, like, working out a deal. Yes. Like, I'm just – I'm only – Well, then I'm that, negates, to... that negates what Florio said about how he loves the team and loves, loves the young players. He might. He also might love the idea of a different challenge more. I admit that if he feels like he's got maybe a really good nucleus here that's starting to form, it might be tough. But you know what he doesn't have right now? The most important part of a young nucleus. We don't. There is no quarterback here right now. There might be a wing. There isn't in Atlanta or Washington. There's also the chance, though, to select one maybe where the team doesn't feel wedded to a guy they just picked in the first round. And if he were to go out to L.A., there very much is a quarterback there. Yeah. Like, I think two things can be true. There's also been no reporting like, hey, the Chargers are. Oh, I know are uh, slowing down their search for a coach because they're waiting to see what happens with Mike Tomlin. To be I think he's fair. either on TV next year or coaching the okay, Steelers. Okay, so, but to be fair about there's no reporting, nobody knew that Gerard Mayo was the head coach in waiting in writing in New England until it actually happened. No, he was. 
No, but did people write and report that? Why were so many people connecting he, Mike Rabel to he, the job? People knew that in writing he was, but they didn't actually think that they would just pass the baton on to somebody on their coaching staff after winning, what, four my, games this my, year? My point is there were still reports that Mike Rabel might get that job, which would have suggested that not every insider understood that it was just yeah, Gerard guys, Mayo's the, job. These guys don't get it right 100% of the time. That, that's all I'm saying. I think two things can be actually true here and might be that Mike likes this place, likes coaching this team a lot, likes their young talent, and also might like for maybe a compromise solution with his family to go somewhere else and do this job that he likes very much. I almost wonder if his family wants him to take a break for a year, try TV, and then they're just secretly keeping their fingers that crossed. That a coward situation happens? That he likes it more, yeah. He seems – I don't feel like lightning strikes twice there. I think he – I think he – I don't know. I'm not saying he likes football more than Cower. But I just can't see that happening again that way. It just seems so unlikely that two guys who seemed almost like born to be head coaches once you saw them in their well, element if it would ended, do that. Well, if it ended like you think it will after this game, it, from my vantage point, it would be for similar reasons. I think Bill's initial reason for, for stepping away was family-related, and I think this is going to end up being family-related too now, I'm just, if it happens. The only reason I'm bringing it up is because I, I hear these kind of things, and it's not from people that I think are just blowing smoke. It's from people that I think know what they're talking Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.